Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today on episode, actually it's episode number 132, 132 episodes in, we're talking about what is an effective sermon bumper? Effective sermon bumpers. Now, when I talk about what a sermon bumper is, you may think, okay, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. When I talk about sermon bumper, I'm really talking about probably one of three different things. It's a, it's something that typically you play, a video you play in your worship service that revolves around the sermon series or the sermon that you've got going on in your church. And I break them down in like kind of three different categories of what I would consider sermon bumpers to be, and every church is slightly different. Some videos are simply a logo reveal. It's some sort of motion graphic by which you're revealing the sermon artwork. And again, they may be like 10, 15, 20 second long. It's a really short thing, but just kind of reveals the image of whatever it is, the thing that you're you're talking about that day, or you've been talking about for the, maybe say the next four to six weeks, however long your sermon series typically are. Two, sermon bumper could also be like some sort of thing that unpacks the actual thematic elements of the sermon series. So it may be a key verse, it may be a voiceover, it may be some visual footage that you've got that kind of, you know, if you're saying you're doing something on Daniel and like living, you know, living in the lion's den is the series. Okay. Something to that effect. Maybe it is like the scene of a jail and the lions and, you know, you know, whatever music you set the mood and it's maybe a little bit longer than a typical 15 second, but it's the whole idea of like, you know, it's almost like a TV show intro, if you will. It's kind of like kind of telling the story, but not actually just verbally, you know, it's more visually telling the story. There's like verbally telling the story. And then the third one, is it maybe sermon support? Uh, in other words, it may be something like a man on a, a man on the street interview style thing that you're doing that supports the actual sermon topic for the day, or interviews with people that are inside your church, or you know uh, some sort of like maybe a data driven video that gives a whole bunch of stats and facts about whatever it is the topic that you're talking about. But it supports the sermon in such a way that it kind of sets up whenever your pastor, whoever's preaching or teaching comes on stage and kind of supports them. So it kind of sets them up for success, if you will. So again, those three categories are like maybe a logo reveal, maybe it's a story reveal, or maybe it's some sort of sermon support that you're kind of doing. So when you talk about creating these pieces, for a lot of us, this has been kind of normal rhythm. We kind of have to create these pieces maybe for, maybe you don't create them every single sermon series. We do at our church. But for a lot of us, we have to create them at least a couple times a year, specifically maybe even during like Easter or Christmas. But the question is, how do you make them effective? How do you make them actually have punch and actually work? Because they can be a considerable amount of energy and time, um, especially if you're a one, you know, one person shop by which you're you are the single communications person. You do video, social media, website, you know, bulletin, and especially if you're a volunteer, you do all that on your own free time. So, well, I think to define how you want to make it effective, you need to ask this question: What is the goal? What's the goal of what you're trying to accomplish with the bumper? For example, is it a transition piece? Is it really just designed to get from point A to point B? In other words, we put this up here so the band can clear off the stage and the pastor can get on stage and do their thing. If that's the case, good. We can kind of clearly define the goal and that can help us let us know what we want that thing to do. It just needs to be, takes 15 seconds for the band to get off stage. Great. We'll play that for 15, 20 seconds. Play that misdirect audience to the screens to get the band off stage lights come up and all of a sudden there's the teacher or the pastor on stage ready to go. If that's the goal, perfect. I actually prefer that in, in the sense of the fact I'd rather you do that than say use prayer as a transitional tool because I don't think prayer was ever designed to be a transitional tool in a worship service, but that's a whole nother podcast. 
Number two, um, in terms of this, is it, you know, is it, is it a transition piece? Number two, is it designed to help the sermon? Is that what you're trying to, is your goal? Is your goal designed to do something to help support what's going on in the room or to reemphasize a point, to set up a point that's going to happen later on? What's, what, what are you, are you trying to in some way, shape or form, help the sermon out? And I say help the sermon, it's not necessarily the, the sermon needs help per se, but it may be a thing by which you've got a visual audience and you want to kind of give them some more visuals because you've got a lot of visual people in the room and that may be better than say just an auto, just having to listen to a sermon, giving them visuals may add some more punch depths or layers to what you're trying to do during the worship service. And the third, I think, thing that the goal could be is determining what works best for your pastor and your culture. So in other words, when you're thinking through what's the goal of it, well, let's ask the question, uh, the second question is what's going to work best for your pastor the way that he or she teaches from stage or your culture um and this is kind of important because i've worked with some teachers and preachers who by the way when they do a sermon bumper they can come out of it they can point to it they can build off of it and it's very very unified it's like a seamless thing like if there's a point that's made the video they'll come out starting talking about that point and they'll, they'll just guide directly into whatever they're talking about the day i have some who won't even acknowledge that the sermon bumper even played it's like it didn't exist and they have their agenda and they're starting with their agenda and that's just the way it's going to be and so it's almost like this disjointed we played a video nobody references the video it's kind of odd because now it sticks out like a sore thumb and then they go into their preaching and teaching so you got to figure out what's going to work best with whoever's teaching on stage. And if you're a place that's got a rotational, like maybe you have three or four people teaching pastor rotation of some sort, that can be a little bit tricky because every single one will be different versus somebody who say you have somebody who preaches, you know, 75 to 80% of the year. Um, that's a little bit different ballgame what you're working with. Also figure out what works best for your culture. Some churches, they're just not a video venue type of culture and type of room and type of feel. So sermon bumper could work, but it's just not really the feel for your audience. That's not really how what drives them. Maybe you're more liturgical in nature. Um, maybe, you know, you just don't have the right venue for it. You got to figure out what works best with your culture and what works best with your people in the pew. It's really going to grab their attention and be the most effective. So again, I'm asking the question, what's, the most of what's the what's the most important goal of the sermon bumper? What are we actually asking it to do? And then let's figure out a best way for it to accomplish that. It may be doing a just a logo reveal. It may be supporting the sermon. It may be just revealing the story in a visual way. But I want to know what the goal is. The other question I'm going to ask in terms of how we make it effective is not only what's the goal, but I want to say like, can we get more use out of it than just the sermon? So if I'm definitely doing one that's like maybe sermon support where it's like, you know, it's a really great person on the street interview by which we're interviewing people about, you know, random people about the topics of faith, or if I am doing something by which is a really cool graphic intro that we're changing out each week, slightly different, I'm going to take those pieces and I'm going to use them on Instagram. We're going to use them on Facebook. We're going to use this on various different platforms. So I want to know what's other ways we can utilize this. Can we use this on other platforms or can we remix this in stuff on like TikTok or can we remix this and use this other ways for other things that we've got going on? So I want to, I don't want this to be a, what I used to, what I dubbed flash and trash. You flash it once and you trash it and it's never seen again. How can we get more mileage out of this bumper? So it's just not one thing that we produce and we're kind of out the door. And in fact, if, you, if you're, if you think about it, if you start to grow your online platform, this is something we're kind of, we've been kind of talking through is for us is you grow your online platform. Then all of a sudden, before you know it, you're going to have more people watching your stuff on social media than you will on Sunday morning. And then you start asking the question, 
you know, should we be creating more content for Sunday more uh, for online than Sunday morning? But that's a, again, that's a whole nother podcast that we'll get into later. But the point is, is you need to determine how you can use this content on other platforms. So again, to recap real quick, I think two most effective questions you can ask when it comes to determining if the CERN bumper is going to be effective is what's the goal of the CERN bumper and how can we utilize it on other platforms? Because I think you do that, you get a lot of mileage out of it. It'll make it effective not only for the worship service, but make it effective for your other platforms as well. So for those of you who are tasked with producing CERN bumpers on a weekly, monthly basis, um, my hat's off to you. That is a lot of work, um, a lot of effort. So I bid you best of luck on pulling that off. Thank you so much for this, listening to this episode of Let's Get Practical. I really appreciate it. If you like this episode, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can leave us a rating as well. You can also find us on Spotify and Google Play. Until next week, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.